0: Everybody had cameras that were on their shoulders like they were working for, you know, Fox News or Fox Sports. We didn't have things like this, you know, and but people were, were getting good feedback. And when you do an infomercial, 995 percent fail and ours didn't.
1: Welcome to the Bar Bend podcast, where we talk to the smartest minds from around the world of strength. I'm your host, David Thomas Tao, and this podcast is presented by BarBend.com. Today I'm talking to, and I don't use this term lightly, fitness legend Tony Horton. Yeah, that Tony Horton. Tony is perhaps best known as the creator of P90X, which became popular among millions of users. Yes, I remember those infomercials too. Tony leveraged an acting background to become the fitness industry's most visible personality for years. He's also a straight shooter and isn't afraid to look back on his career to say what he could have improved and how he continues to learn. Which movement would Tony have removed from P90X if he could do it all over again? Who bailed on him for a celebrity workout? And what's Tony up to today across several different businesses? Oh, also he has four different home gyms, which he describes in detail. That's really interesting. All that and a lot more in today's episode, which I hope you enjoy. Before we get to that, I want to give a quick shout out to today's episode sponsor, Third Z. Z's PM Recovery Collagen is formulated to help you sleep deeper and recover faster. It has sleep promoters like magnesium, L-theanine, and tryptophan to help you fall asleep and stay asleep for better recovery. Wake up feeling energized and ready for the day and training ahead. Use code BARBENDZZZ, that's barbend with three Zs after it, for 25% off. Tony, thanks so much for joining me. It is a pleasure to sit down with you. And I, you're someone whose work I followed for a long time, probably, probably over a decade at this point since I've been in the fitness publishing game. So I appreciate you joining us. And you knew this question was coming, but what is exciting to you about the fitness space now? If
0: you're an individual looking to get the shape uh, and you're open-minded and you're curious, and you're willing to experiment, then you've got so many options. I mean, you know, between CrossFit and Tonal and Peloton and me, uh, you know, my new program, <laughs> The Power of Four, I'm also on Tonal. I'm very excited about The Power of Four and Tonal. Yeah, that's what I'm most <laughs> excited about. I don't know why I would say something like that.
1: Um, there's, By the way, there's for those who are listening, there's no PR person with like a gun to Tony's head or anything like that. This is, they're not... They're not threatening him.
0: <laughs> no, 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 no. You know, I'm just really excited about some of the new. You know, because I was with Beachbody for for 20 years. You know, and that was that was a nice run. That that wave came to shore, and you know that happens in this world. You got to always kind of reinvent yourself. And I'm very fortunate that my wife and I, during the pandemic, came up with this program, and a lot of people really enjoying it. And then, of course, you know, Tonal knocked at my door. Like a lot of people knocked at my door. He's not working for Beachbody anymore. Let's see what he wants to do. And so I've got a nice little, you know, I've got these three little things that I'm doing, and I really enjoy all three. You know, my 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 supplement line called Power Life as well has just been a home run. I mean, you know, it's all of it's hard work. That transition was a bear. Yeah, I mean, I was riding that wave. Yeah, Beachbody man, it's gonna be. What's the next program? Good. I got six months to develop it. Sure. Yeah. I got, I got, you know, I got casting and rehearsing and test groups and then I got to shoot it. Then I go home and I wait for the next one a year later. This is different. This is really hard, but above and beyond the things that I've been able to provide for people, there's just so much out there. There's so many great instructors and gurus and programs and different devices, but in and amongst it all, there's a lot of crap. Mm. You know, there's a lot of companies out there that are just trying to make a buck for a couple of months with their, with their gadget. Their silly gadget doesn't work. You know, there's a lot of pills and potions and things that are supposed to do X, Y, and Z that don't. For me, you know, I'm doing some gymnastics training at 64. I'm I'm doing some animal flow at my age. I am terrible at all of that. And I love the fact that I have like these great people around. Chelsea McKinney is somebody, if you guys want to go- Google Chelsea stuff, it is just off the chain. Another, another guy, uh, he's kind of off the radar on the interweb, but Michael Bradley, uh, I just shot a program with him yesterday. We finished it up. And his stuff, I think you know. I don't know. We'll see where Michael wants to go. But for those of you that are looking, you want to find the next best guy or gal. But he's a guy. Michael Bradley is, I think, the best trainer I've ever seen in my life. You know, up until me. <laughs> um, yeah, <laughs> is there so a- watch for Michael Bradley stuff. It's going to blow up because he's one of the most athletic, coordinated, balanced. I mean, he's got hair down in his mid back. He's he's the most one of the most jacked, funny. I mean, this kid is is the bomb, diggity. So I'm thrilled for him. I hope more and more people get turned on to Michael.
1: I think that's under that's underrated in fitness. Fitness has an entertainment component. That's something you know very much about because you can have the best program in the world, but if you can't capture people's attention, if you can't do a little bit of storytelling, if you can't insert yourself into someone else's fitness narrative and be a part of their fitness narrative, no one's gonna care, right? And so I think that's something we don't talk about. There is a type of charisma. There's a type of showmanship here. Is that something that you had to purposely develop throughout your career? Or did that kind of come more naturally to you? It was never intentional.
0: You know, I mean, I, I was a, I was a, a young comic, <laughs> whatever, sort of. Uh, I was trying to be and I was doing I was with Second City, L.A. So I was developing all these skills because I wanted to be an actor. I thought I was a a cross between Brad Pitt and Jim Carrey. You know what I mean? You know, I got charisma, but I'm also a silly boy. And uh, but then the acting thing is hard because you're competing with, you know, 10,000 other guys that look and act just like you. And that whole audition process and, you know, driving from the West side to, the, to Hollywood and you look around the room and you go, Oh, I didn't know, realize I had so many doppelgangers. This is fun. And once in a while I book a gig, you know, I'd book a commercial or a little you know, a micro spot on a TV show or a couple of tiny parts on a, on a, on a movie, but I was broke. It was not a way to make a living. So, you know, the fitness thing kind of was a, was a thing that I used to fill in and it ended up being a, a whole career. But when it, when my time came, I was lucky enough to be around the right kind of directors and folks that were, you know, I was co-producing this stuff with it. They said, dude, just be you, Hmm. you know what I mean? Most performers, most trainers, most mentors, coaches, teachers, whatever they are, you know, you've got to work really hard to get them revved up and to get them, you know, more motivated and because it is, it's infotainment. That's what an infomercial is. I mean, Richard Simmons did it. Jane Fonda did it. You know what I mean? They were very theatrical in the way that uh, Tony Little was another one. Sherard was one that, you know, on the beach with all the gals on his little round mats. You know, there was, there was something that was about them that people were drawn to, and it wasn't necessarily the exercises of the routines. I mean, some of them were good and some of them were lame. I mean, it really depends, but that it's really, really important because I mean, you know, Why does anybody, why does anyone gravitate to anybody, honestly, because there's something about their persona, their personality, their authenticity, you know what I mean? And for me, humor was a big part of it. And the other thing for me was any trainer that gets away from doing the same things over and over again and hoping that their clients get a a different result are the ones that are going to be most successful. So I knew early on as a jack of all trades and a master of none, also a guy who had the attention span of a gnat on crack cocaine, you know. (laughs) And I'm also trying to avoid myself and my clients. I'm trying to avoid boredom, injuries, and plateaus. All right. So typically you're doing something. I don't care if it's some kind of famous guru or some fancy machine that you just bought. If you get bored or you get injured or you stop seeing results, you're on to the next thing. Right. So and I think that's part of my popularity. And I think anybody, anybody who rises to the surface has got to have like hey let's do some martial arts we're going to do some Pilates. now it's yoga let's base on core hey let's do some hit training let's work on hypertrophy da, 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 right they have to kind of become pretty familiar with all those things so their clients and whatever they're doing their 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 tribe or their, their followers will just continue. i mean I, power four has 25 basic routines plus another 25 that are just kind of random live events and different kinds of fitness experts i mean you know we're just trying to keep people keep them on their toes and keep them interested um, and we're looking at our before and after pictures now, and they're, they're as good or better than the, all my P90X stuff. Cause I just know more now, you know, I've added, I've added, uh, you know, diet's a huge thing I, and it's not, it's not a set program for everybody. Cause when you make something, you can't give them 25 different eating strategies. You, you know what I mean? But us, because we're streaming and we're always changing and evolving. Oh, we got keto folks and paleo folks and vegetarians and, 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 and vegans and people who live on water and air only those folks. <laughs> Are very trim, you know what I mean? And so that's that's the goal. It's it's you know, you don't want to just sell something for the sake of selling something, you want to give them real results and you want to keep them motivated over the course of not 30, 40, 60 days. You want to just you want to implant some knowledge so it's it's just who they are now. They've transformed their 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 whole perspective about life. Exercise isn't about your ego, and it shouldn't be, but it is, and it's too much, and it still is, the way people advertise things, it's too much about aesthetics, you know, size of arms, six-pack abs, and those are all great, and they'll come, but make it about the quality of your life physically, mentally, and emotionally, even spiritually today, like, I did a yoga session this morning, it was about the last thing I wanted to do, you know what I mean, because I wake up to tin man, it's like, oh, I inhale, holy crap, my shoulder, back, everything, and by the end of that thing, man, I was, I was like a spark, and I could tell I still am. And that's what exercise does. And it happens that day. It happens that day. and that's that that's where the industry needs to go. That's where I believe if people want to be more successful and draw in more folks, that's that kind of variety, that kind of charisma, that kind of je ne sais quoi
1: is needed. I love that you use the word infotainment. I brought that up on other podcasts before, and people get offended. Actually, I've offended people on this podcast, and I'm like, well, if you're not entertaining if you're not captivating people aren't going to build habits right then it's not mm. it's not aspirational it's not fun they don't want to build it to the routine it's it's a punishment right they see it as a if someone sees exercise as a punishment i ate a piece of cake i have to exercise this much as a result of eating that piece of cake i don't care who you are humans do not have the willpower to make that kind of feedback loop sustainable long term it's just not no, going to happen
0: No, i agree i mean david you're you're spot on man i agree 100 percent.
1: let's talk about earlier in your career, right? Maybe in the days, the early days of P90X, maybe even before that, Mm -hmm. let's talk about some early programming failures you had. You're younger, you don't quite have this, this incredible body of knowledge and experience and thousands, tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of results and, and use cases. What are some early programming mistakes you found yourself falling into? Well, you know, it's interesting. I want to answer that as honestly as possible. I was very
0: fortunate because, you know, the first things I did, I was a hired gun for Nordic Track. So I would, they were out of Minneapolis. So I would fly from LA to Minneapolis and, you know, they liked me because I had an acting background Mm. and I also knew a little bit about exercise science and kinesiology, blah, blah, blah. So I could walk and chew gum at the same time. And, you know, you hire an actor and it's like, it's pretty obvious. He doesn't know what he's doing. Yeah. Yeah. I'm doing this right here. Pat in the head. Ready? Here's one for you
1: one finger one thumb i could do that right <laughs> we're for those who can for those who can't see we're just multi tip we're doing all the basic but yeah we're doing
0: yeah we're do- tony's doing mime and no one can see it um <laughs> but in those early days you know i was just i was just i was a performer for a company and all of my job was to hit my mark and and to try to sell some pretty funky stuff i mean the nordic track the piece of nordic track device was pretty effective but again it's just one thing it's like a stationary bike or a versaclimber or a treadmill or a heavy bag it's just one thing and i was just thrilled to get on an airplane and get hired for a gig and go now whether those things were successful or not i don't know i got my payday and i went home and then then it was different when i you know i when i started with beach body the first thing i did was something called great body guaranteed and it was a you know it was a actual program of push-ups and sit-ups and crunches and arm day and back and leg day and whatever and in the stretch workout. And it was kind of fitness one one. you know it was all body weight stuff, maybe a couple of dumbbells and some bands. And again, you know I, I worked I worked with somebody else, somebody else who had a, who'd been in the business for a while and we said, well, how where should this exercise sit and where should that one be and how should we do it? I didn't have the persona then. I was just pretty strict because my Nordic track days were hi, everybody, Tony Horton here. We're going to really work hard today. You're going to really love these routines. We're going to work on our chest and our back. And let's start with our stretch. Nah, nah, nah. Like, again, apparently it did well because we were able to make something called Power 90, right? So when people see it, they buy it, right? You're buying wild spots. with, with like, We're going to buy Poughkeepsie, New York. We're going to buy Fort Lauderdale, Florida. And we're going to buy Seattle, Seattle, Washington, and see what happens. And you know, these, these spots are coming up for this infomercial at three in the morning. And people are up late, you know, eating ice cream and drinking beer. And uh, at the same time and going, hey, man, it looks good. I don't know who that Tony Warren guy is, but, but I'm full and I'm bloated and I got to get going. And and then what was happening was that we were getting some feedback. And this is pre Internet. This is pre what you and I are doing here on Zoom. The, the phones, you know, everybody had cameras that were on their shoulders like they were working for, you know, Fox News or Fox Sports. We didn't have things like this, you know, and but people were, were getting good feedback. And. When you do an infomercial, 99.5% fail and ours didn't. So I guess the short answer is I was very lucky. I had some good training early on. I mean, look, I was training Tom Petty and Billy Idol and Annie Lennox and Bruce Springsteen and Stephen Stills. I couldn't help Stephen from Crosby Stills. Stevie (laughs) Nicks, couldn't help her either. But anyway, you know, Sean Connery, uh, Shirley MacLaine, uh, Bryce Dallas Howard. You know, I had a pretty, my day was pretty full and I was learning, I was hanging around very successful rock stars, TV stars, and movie stars. And I'm like, I mean, the conversations aren't all about fitness. I mean, I'm not that kind of trainer. It's like, hey, let's do this exercise and, and just bullshit and talk about life and the world and everything. And so I was learning from these very successful people like, okay, that's a nugget. Like I stole so many nuggets from Billy Idol, man. You know what I mean? So many. And Tom, I mean, I trained Tom for 32 years, you know, before he passed away. So I was learning a lot just from those folks. And I was doing improv classes, and I was doing stand up, and I had three different acting coaches. So, so for me, you know, there was a lot of intel coming in, so that I didn't have those early failures because I had the right people around me. Plus, I was with the right kind of folks who were helping me develop these programs. I mean, hey, man, if the royalty checks came in, then they were successful because people were getting results. So, but after a while, you know, you start, you'd make. Then P ninety X came along, and it was the biggest thing since you know since jack Lalane and all this and i'm just riding that wave but p90x2 didn't do as well it was too hard professional collegiate and olympic athletes were doing it because we're doing four ball push-ups we're doing we're doing levers you know we're doing a, a, a push-up called impossibles which were basically impossible you know what i mean super super proprioceptive balance skill-based stuff You know, a lot of people come up to me and said, P90X2 saved my life. P90X2 got me from, turned me from division one to division three. P90X2 helped me be a Marine. P90X2, you know, uh, gave me the physique and strength and ability to be a better skier, a hockey player, ice climber. It was nuts, but we didn't sell nearly as many. And I think the mistake there was, you know, my feeling was P90X was hard. Hmm. And then like, let's see what super hard does. (laughs) So then we made P90X3, which was a half an hour, kind of got back to basics basically p90x light that didn't do as well as p90x but collectively the whole p90x series 10 11 12 i don't know how many million that were sold and there's still there's people still don't them i still people hey dude i see it they see people at the airport just did aproporex i go that thing is like 16 years old he goes yeah it still works you know (laughs) professional football players will come to me extended my my career in football for five years because of plyo and because of X. And then you know here we are with the power of four my wife and I it's a little mom and pop thing but there's so much there's so much and I have all these this great intel from from Kelsey from my buddy Ted who's a yoga instructor from Michael and I'll just we just talk and chat and experiment and um, and we're still going strong you know so I wish I could say yeah those first three were horrible i didn't know what i was doing i was out of my mind i screwed up but that didn't really happen to me
1: We'll get back to the conversation in just a moment but first a quick shout out to our episode sponsor, Third Z. Third PM Recovery Collagen is formulated to help you sleep deeper and recover faster with sleep-promoting ingredients like magnesium and L-theanine to make for a potent recovery supplement. Wake up a little more energized and ready for the day and training ahead. Use code BARBENDZZZ for 25% off. Now let's get back to the show. I mean, it's kind of like it's kind of like a rock star who writes the hit song off their first album. And they they kind of have to chase that a little bit, right? The follow-up. Sometimes you have a sophomore slump. Sometimes the second album, you're like, where where's that hit track? It's not quite hitting. I'm not calling you a one-hit wonder by any means, right? But I'm saying sometimes you nail it pretty quick out of the gate. Yeah, I mean, most people,
0: you know, I mean great body guarantee and we have 100 200 000 of those power 90 3 million but that was over the course of many years well into into the p90x but then p90x was like whoa who the hell is this guy you know what i mean like there was the whole world woke up when that one happened i mean that was worldwide russia china mexico canada you know south america asia i mean it was just one of these things that was crazy i mean i've been to 63 military bases around the world i was invited by the Pentagon to work with armed forces entertainment to go entertain our troops. You know what I mean? I mean from Kosovo to South Korea. You know what I mean? Because it was such a such a big phenomenon. Now, have I been that successful since? I can tell you this: I don't get Laker seats on the floor anymore. <laughs> well, they're not this year. Is that okay? This season, I mean, that's not yeah, a bad. Yeah, this year. Maybe maybe based on this year, I can get them seats back again. Yeah, yeah, you should, you know you should I mean? make some
1: calls, Tony. I think it, I think yeah, they might need yeah. you. I like, hey, yeah, I
0: mean they kind of suck. So can I come and watch them be, be bad? I don't know. I root for them still, man. I still watch every game. I, I you know they're my team. But yeah, those kind of perks, like just free stuff. You know, I don't get I don't get watches anymore, and I don't get you know free meal plans for you know it's it that's how it is i remember when i was training billy idol and he was at the top of his career nike was just whatever you want and then his album didn't do well and it was like they never knew who he was i was like that's kind of kind of lame you know what i mean but it is what it is you know and you have to kind of go with folks who are popular but i mean i'm fortunate fortunate at 64 that i that i'm making a nice living you know what i mean i can pay my mortgages and I, (laughs) i can eat um that was obnoxious that i just did that uh but you know what i mean so and look Tonals treated me great and, and 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 you know, and they let me have a ton of say and how what the what the curriculum's gonna look like, and same thing with the with the supplement line. I mean, the supplement line saved my life. I, I had Ramsey Hunt syndrome, lot like, like nobody heard of it until Justin Bieber got it, and then uh, and now he's suffering like I did, but it was brutal. and so those folks came together, they' you know, their nutrition scientists folks said, you know, you need this, you need that? you got leaky gut? Let me help you there with your digestive thing. So we came up with this thing called Foundation Four that twice a day saved my life saved my life. I mean, it really brought me back. I mean, along with other things like physical therapy. And I mean, I had to learn how to walk again. I learned how to drive again. I learned to work out again. It was pretty tough, but, but yeah, all those things I know more so much more now. And yeah, it's not, I'm not in the P90X heyday. I don't, you know, I don't walk into, into Barney's and buy three watches anymore, which sit, you know, in a cabinet that collect dust. I mean, it was like, those were, you know, it was kind of a Wesley Snipes thing early on, like, oh, this is so much money. What will I buy? I'm going to buy that and that and that, and that's a big house. And then of course, oh, I got to buy furniture, crap, you know. And you learn those lessons. You grow up, hopefully, and uh, you don't make those mistakes anymore. So I'm in a nice groove now. I'm pretty happy with
1: where we are. If there's anyone in fitness who deserves a VH1 behind the music, I, I think it, I think it might be you. To be fair, I'll, I only watch the first two thirds of all of those, so I never see mm-hmm. the downfall. I never see the third act. When people have to like recalibrate entirely, I stop when they buy the watches. Basically, I'm like, "That's positive." I'm going to end on that note, right? Uh, I never yeah. see, I never see the the dark side of the celebrity. <laughs> yeah, you
0: know that. Here's the thing about about money, fame. You know, I mean, nobody. There's no cl- course that hey, here's what happens if you're successful because mm-hmm. all these things are going to happen. And even though being poor and living, you know, day to day and and being up to debt, you know, that's a, that's a struggle too, but nobody knows who you are. Nobody hears you bitch and moan. Uh, But then when you're finally successful, there's a whole new pile of things like, Oh yeah, that's what rich people always say. But it's like, you know, before I was juggling one ball, right. Right. And I wasn't happy and I was sad and I was depressed, but I had a, you know, then I got a couple of celebrity clients and then, Oh, that was two balls. I can do two balls. And now it's 18 balls, man. It's just like, wham, wham, wham. And which, which balls do you go? I I don't want that one in. Get rid of that one. You know what I mean? Um, that's all part of just keeping up with the Joneses, I suppose. But uh, yeah, I mean, my car is seven years old, paid for, thirty thousand miles. I don't need another one. You know, what I mean, I'm not, I'm past that. I'm past that bling bling stage of life. You know,
1: I'm curious if along your career, and you've been in the fitness industry for over over thirty over thirty years, you've seen a lot of stuff. Mm. Is there anything that you remember seeing and you kind of called it out as a fad, and you were just one hundred percent spot on? Like, this is the moment to be a little smug, you know?
0: Oh, this is the part of the conversation where you, we talked about earlier. Is there any topics that are off limits? <laughs> I, I will say this. You know what I mean? It's like every celebrity that's ever worked with another celebrity, and the entire three or four months on the set, the other celebrity was an absolute a-hole. You know what I mean? Like, just mm. a terror. So what's it like working with Ben or whoever? Oh, my gosh, he's fabulous. He's wonderful. I mean, he's, so, he's such a professional. You know, they go back to their trailer. Oh, I can't believe I had to say that, you know. But I will say this. There have been a lot of things out there that are complete crap. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, mean, absolutely bamboozling people. You know what I mean? But the guru was like this. You know, there's a yoga instructor here in L.A. I mean, you know, his classes were packed. But statutory rape and other kind of things and had to move to another country because whatever, you know, it's like, wow, man, all these people fell for this cat. You know what I mean? And I, I mean, I took his class a couple of times. He didn't even know I was existed in the room. But every gal in that room, boy, boy, did he, sh- he was touching them and, you know, just doing this whole super sleazy thing. And I look around and I go, why is this room so filled? Because this guy's such a D bag. You know, what I mean, I was just blew my mind. Because whatever, he had a couple of articles about him, and he was on the Today Show once or twice. I, who knows why people gravitate to some people? It's just kind of mind-bending to me. And there's a lot of full-on programs, too, that came and went in infomercials that were just blowing out people's knees. Mm. You know what I mean? But because it was on the TV, and their friend did it, but their friend is a you know 28-year-old former gymnast with really good knees. But the people who are 50 pounds overweight, never exercise the day of their life, they want to do it, too. But you know, their ACLs are shot, or, or their MCLs, or their backs are blown out. But they keep going. You know, it's like, God, what a bummer. You know what I mean? And so I'm, like, I look at P90X. There's about five moves I pull right out. I pull them. Mm. Out, you know what I mean? At the time, they seemed okay because I was younger and whatever. I mean, one of them, dive bomber push-ups. Anybody doing P90X, be careful. Be careful with that one. Don't do it or do something else. It's any kind of push-up you want. But that that motion under the fence, back under the fence, you know what I mean, it can be really problematic for people that got a lot of adhesions in this part of their, their body. And so, you know, you live and you learn, and you don't do that thing. You don't do that twice. But a lot of people, it's all about – now, you're not you, – people can't hear me, but I'm doing the, the money thing, right? It's so about, Rubbing
1: your fingers oh, together, like money stacks. Yeah, yeah, they're
0: just I'm rubbing my fingers together. Like, give me the money. Show me the money. And it's too bad. You know what I mean? Like, there's a lot of – there's a lot of ways to get people really fit and put them through a process that makes them feel fantastic. I mean, worked maybe, but makes them feel tas- fantastic. So yeah. they're not they're not going through, you know, two, three, four, five, six weeks of rehab to come back again. So they go do something that hurt them in the first place. So yeah, it, it's a bummer. And those things are still out there and people are still doing them. And I hear about that. Oh, you're doing, you're doing X, huh? Not P90X, but whatever it is. I go, oh, how are your knees? How's your back? How's your, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I had, to, I had to take six weeks off. You weren't supposed to do that. Stop doing that. Hey, doc, it hurts when I go like this. When I drink. don't do that, doctor says, you know what I mean? I don't know. I don't know why people just keep on wrecking themselves, and they don't have any rehab strategies. They're not doing any kind of recovery stuff. They got, they have terrible sleep. They're dehydrated. You know, they're 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 sleep deprived. They're super stiff anyway, but they don't they don't take doing any yoga or pilates. So what a shock! You're always getting hurt. You know what I mean? That's why the variety thing for me is is kind of worked for me.
1: It goes back to those 3 tenets you talked about earlier. Can't let people get bored. You got to keep people from getting injured, and if they plateau, they're going to check out. They're going to move on to the next thing, right? And people forget the middle of that sandwich. And That's I don't know about you, bad. but the middle of the sandwich is normally the best part. Right? If it's not sustainable, that was a bad analogy. Sorry about that. <laughs> it should be. It ain't the bread ate the bread and maybe less it's toasted well you you you, you you have a sandwich and you're like wow the best part was the bread and that's not it's not what you're going there for you know what i mean anyway i'm yeah no no sir just just something to get to keep the food off
0: your hands that's all that's all a bread sandwich ever was this is is a delivery system of the stuff inside yeah and when the stuff inside sucks
1: this is now Tony right. and David talk sandwiches, a podcast coming to you uh, coming you know, to catch us on a, a Spotify exclusive, yeah. the sandwich podcast where two guys in the fitness industry talk about some sandwiches they they ate a while ago.
0: Yes, 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 yes. Maybe not the most popular part, but entertaining. So heck, what the hell, did, David? Let's keep going.
1: People keep tuning in. There's there are look, there are a lot of sandwiches. Anyway, separate from that, you mentioned earlier in the podcast some folks that you love working with today, some folks that you admire, people who are established, up and comers. Um, and all of that is is keeping you excited about fitness. You mentioned, you know, you're doing more gymnastics. You're you're incorporating a lot of stuff that that challenges you. You know, in, in your 60s, after a lifetime of fitness, is there anything out there right now in the fitness space that you're like, "Man, I'd really like to try that, or there's someone I'd really like to work with or train with or learn from, and you haven't had the chance yet?
0: There's a lot that I have, and I'm sure there's others that I haven't met yet.
1: Mm. Mm-hmm.
0: You know what I mean, because there's probably 15 people that are that come into my life, and I'm you know, uh, Laird Hamilton would be would be kind of cool. I would love to get under the water and see whether I drowned or not. You know, uh, Wim Hof would be another one. Let's let's go sit in an ice bath and have a 20-minute conversation. I mean, there's some crazy stuff, and and there's a lot of benefits to what both those guys do. I just haven't ever met them and had the chance. I was supposed to work out with Laird one day, but then there was a huge surf, so he blew it off and he went surfing. Oh, well. Um, I missed out on that opportunity. Um, but as far as actual routines, you know, I don't, again, you know, I mean, I've got, I've got, four places on my property where I work out. And I always invite people here that can kind of m- muddle their way through it or crush it really depending mean, There's a wide range of, of levels of athleticism. I mean, I've got my main gym, which used to be a garage and a bedroom, and I knocked all the walls down and I made myself this pretty cool gym. And there's a pegboard and an I-beam and there's pull up bar and there's a tonal in there. And there's, you know, there's a bunch of uh, sandba- sandbag kettle bags and you know, we do, you know, we play around there as much as we can. I got these, you know, I got these soft plyo boxes, every height imaginable. There's a lot of that plyometrics that we do. And then in the, in the yard, there's three places. There's a, there's a 20 foot rope and then there's a high bar next to the 20 foot rope and some parallel bars. And then there's a little area where we do some, some handstands on a, on a level spot there in the yard with a platform we do that on. That's just location one. Location two is another pegboard with, uh, with a 17 foot rope and an additional uh pull-up bar and so like one of the moves is called peg peg beam rope so we go we go up the pegboard and and, you know you're reaching way up your feet are almost off the ground depending on how tall you are and then you go all the way up it's about whatever i don't know 14 feet off the ground and you climb this beam which is basically this thing that holds up my house (laughs) which is not technically a piece of fitness equipment but we turned it into one and then we go up and we go up to that and now we're like you know 17 plus feet off the ground and then you have to re- hold on to the rope or the beam to reach way over to ring this bell. And then you go down the rope, and then you go back up the rope, and you go down the beam, and you go across the pegboard. And there's a pull-up bar where you do maximum pull-ups. So most people see that and go, I'm going home, you know. I mean? <laughs> right? So that's it. And then I have a ninja course in the backyard, a full-on uh, ninja warrior thing. It's it's a smaller one, but, you know, I carved this, this – uh, little spot in my backyard and you know we change all the all the obstacles about once every once a month just to turn up the volume and it's a bear and everybody you know i don't know if you know what a flapper is but if you're doing a lot of you know there's the there's the salmon ladder which is bang 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 going up and then there's all these little funky things you're grabbing onto so there's no legs there's no your legs are dangling you're learning how to transfer your weight from thing to thing and every week there's somebody bleeding all over the darn thing you know and that's just part of it (laughs) right so for me you know i mean it's not really what you ask, but you know, I've got so many different things that I'm already doing. Yeah. yeah. You know, what I mean, like I, I went heli skiing a bunch of years ago, so I've done that a bunch. Um, ice climbing would be cool. I mean, I've done a lot of rock climbing and not not real mountain climbing, but but uh, you know, there's only so much of a bandwidth, right? This gymnastics training is just tough. You know, all that stuff to get yourself vertical, doing a handstand properly. We're not doing backflips. We're not doing tumbling. We're just doing a lot of inversions, which I've always been interested in since I was a kid. So my plate is full, David. It is full. But this morning, you know, I did a, I did a, I kind of created a little yoga routine that I had never done before, and I sprung it on my buddy um, Vache, and uh, I
1: think he was appreciative.
0: Jury <laughs> <laughs> <During, laughs> looked during- a little he looked a little gassed, you know what I mean? But he hung in there, and it was fun to fun to do that
1: jury's out. It's always like, did they enjoy that? I think so. We're going to just say yes. We're going to assume yes until we hear otherwise specifically. He was just
0: off to my right and then two other guys were supposed to be here and they bailed, but the two of us went at it. And and One thing about yoga is I like to do sort of interpretive improvisational yoga. It's like, what happened? I I just love to put sequences together that maybe I've never done before, never taken in a class before. And then add in in all those balance stuff, you know, crow, side crow, um, half moon, all those different things. And and you know, usually, like you do a, a you do a salutation, and you got your warrior one, your warrior two, your warrior three, reverse warrior, your, your right angle pose, your you know your triangle pose. But then, like just flipping, like right side, left side, rest, like half moon on this side, half moon on that side. Like I've never like let's do that today. You know, instead of going through the the vinyasa to get there. Yeah. So he was glaring at me but it was it's cool and i feel i still feel amazing after that and i love that about i go into a gym whether it's chest and back or shoulders and arms there's some routines that are just wrote, you know what i mean yeah these yeah. are this is the sequence this is how many reps i don't want to mess with it because i've been you know doing this routine for like my plyo routine on wednesday nights i mean i ski better now at 64 because that thing is just a rock but my monday my monday night cardio is always different always different you know what i mean and so it's that kind of variety Keeps me from getting bored. Keeps me from getting hurt and allows me to continue to get, you know, pretty, pretty fit for an old son of a gun. I just flex for everybody who, you know, for David, he was very, yeah, there he goes. He's like, we're both flexing. We're both, we're both, are, yeah. Our,
1: yeah. Eat both, your heart
0: out. Eat your heart out, rock. Cause David and Tony are in town.
1: Yeah. We both have, we, we both have those, you know, 23 and a half inch biceps just a, yes. around, around the old, the, the old classic physique style. Tony, yeah. Where is it? Where are the best places for people to follow along with you, for your work, all that jazz?
0: Well, I could give you my Twitter, my Instagram, and Facebook, blah, blah, blah. But I'm just going to tell you to go to TonyHortonLife.com. And then everything's there. And you can hit all the tabs and you can go on wild adventures with me. I'm going to be in Jackson Hole at the end of January for my 10th, can't believe it, my 10th annual ski ride yoga retreat in Jackson Hole. It's the last Wednesday to Sunday in the month of January, 2023 um and that's you know if you want to know where i'm going or what i'm doing or you know i've got t-shirts and hats and all kinds of things if you want to buy get into the power for uh the other thing i would tell you is power nation fitness.org power nation fitness.org if you want to jump on that train it's really fun and of course my supplement line now i'm giving you three i was only going to give you one but mypowerlife.com protein powders post-workout pre-workout um The stuff called Foundation 4 that I don't miss. Um, uh, I'm really proud of that line. And, oh, if you're going to go to mypowerlife.com, use the Tony30 discount code, 30% off. Only place you can get it.
1: I have no idea what that does. Enter it at checkout. I have no idea what that does. But try it, folks. Yeah. Just put in my name, Tony, and 30. And then you'll notice that the price gets less. Because you did that, so, I'm going to try that on everything I buy around the internet. But Tony thirty and everything, see what happens until it good works. Time. Tony, yeah. I appreciate you joining me. It's a pleasure chatting with you, and uh, thanks for thanks for jamming with me today,
0: dude. David, you're good at what you do, man. I, I had fun today. Sometimes I don't. Most times I don't. So today I did. So thank you, man.
1: Normally <laughs> I stop the recording. This is great. People listen to this. Normally I stop the recording before people say that or they say they didn't have a good idea. But I'm going to leave this in, editor. Leave that in. Leave this because
0: because you're, you're worth it, David. <laughs> You made it,